tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Tinfall Hat. You know I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. Joining me as always, Xavier Guerrero and Jay Nice, Johnny Wooder. <laughs> yeah, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We got a great show for you. Interesting show with a real outlaw, Dr. Uh, Dr. Wakefield. Um, very excited to have him on. Dr. Andrew Wakefield is a great guy, and uh, it's a fun interview. Uh, if you guys want to see us live, just go to samtriplee.com. All the shows are there. Uh, go to events. This weekend, Eddie and I are in Tallahassee on Friday. And, uh, no, no, yeah. And then Jacksonville on Saturday. Come get weird. I have a very special assassins only. Leave your bitch ass at home. <laughs> okay. This is for people who, uh, this is, if you're sensitive, please, please don't come. This is for people who want to drop the hammer of the gods, okay? Uh, it is a mystery lineup. We already have a killer lineup. Bang, bang, pow, pow, pang. Come join and grab your ticket. Only $10, okay? So in, in L.A., by the way, for everyone asking, that is in L.A. And then July 15th, I am in Morris Plains, New Jersey, on the 15th and the 16th. Guys, uh, the live... Oh, San Francisco. You guys keep asking me, what are you going to do San Francisco? August 5th. August 6th, Cobb's first show at uh, 7 p.m., Sammy T. And then second show is Tinfoil Hat. So come get weird. Come get weird. Let's do it. Get weird. Get weird. Get weird. Guys, so many so many free shows for you guys. If you love to listen to me talking mad shit, go down a little bit. Uh, you can hear, I got Tim Fall Hat. Broken Sim, we're going to record one tonight. Broken Sim, what it got up to 124? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys are matter 124, of time. man. Matter of time. To we your top if we 50. put out consi consistently, it would be top 200 for sure. But and this is a show where I just go out there. I go to the mean streets of Los Angeles, and I just see if I could live. He's putting his body on the line for. I put my body and my life on the line for one show that goes almost three hours. Okay, Cash Daddies is my financial show. Punch Drunk, when we do it, it's my sports show. Union the Unwanted, the most important conversation on the internet. I mean, you want real black belt conversation, you listen to Union Unwanted. And then I, uh, from my two shows that are available on Rockfin, I have uh, given out some of the older shows from The Vault. Uh, Zero Conspiracy Social Club with Brian Callen. Listen to the old episodes. And if you love it so much, go subscribe and listen to the new episodes that come out twice a week. Uh, if you are looking for more Sammy T, and I, who, who would blame you, okay? I have a ton of wonderful con 
Tent on Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N.com. I have four shows on there. Tim Fall Hat Premium. Okay, I do Q&As. I do uh, Only Conspiracies. Then I have Zero, which is my spiritual podcast. Let me tell you something, everybody. Let me tell you something. If you listen to a conspiracy show and you don't work on your spirituality, you will go mad. And what is the point in wanting to make the world a better place if you're miserable? Okay? Then I, then I have Conspiracy Social with Brian Callen, two shows every week, me and him going at it, him taking L's like a grown-ass man. T-shirts. I got to start making some new T-shirts, man. I really got to start making new T-shirts, but go to tinfoilattshirts.com. You can grab it. It's a great way to support the show. And then go back real quick. Finally, if you want to join a community. Oh, yeah. My cameos are fire, bro. Two, three minutes of me just screaming at you about how much I love you and that you're part of the swarm. It's a great gift for anything. Uh, we have communities that are available. If you want to join the Tim Fall Hat community, the swarm, just go to Tim Fall Hat Only Conspiracies Telegram or join the Zero Telegram. You can find both of those banners on samtriplee.com Guys, anything else? Do you got anything to put? Uh, yeah, uh, we don't smoke the same. We just had a shroom expert and he actually made shrooms on the show he like kind of grew them so he made the whole process and you can go check it on youtube it was pretty cool you can grow shrooms that quick no but he made the whole process where he like injected the sperm into like the fucking the dirt and then he's we, we're gonna right now are you sure he was growing mushrooms yeah 100%. Uh, is that okay it Sounds might not like be something. it might not it's on uh, it might not be okay. legitimately yeah. 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 mushrooms it, in your butt it's, <laughs> it's shrooms to eat you know regular shrooms you make Super to eat but it was really fun go learn a thing or two okay. but mm-hmm. check right. it out Johnny, anything from you? Uh, no, just the, the Broken Sims good. The video will be out soon. Check it out. We we had a good show this week. Enjoy fun. this interview with Dr. Andrew Wakefield. It's interesting. And then there's a fun conversation between the boys at the end. So enjoy the show. Go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of... Okay, very excited to have this guest on, a uh, returning champion. We've had him on before. He actually did my premium content. I thought it was such a great interview and so important. Uh, I put it out on the main page, the main feed, and he's back again because he's got a new movie coming out, and I'm very excited to talk to him. I'm going to be honest with you, man. He, you know, my conversation with him, nicest guy ever, good dude, and uh, obviously doctor, prestigious, Many awards, done it all. And when you bring him up, it's like there's been this giant propaganda to demonize him, his findings, his beliefs. And it's really shocking to me after you talk to him. So with great honor, we have him back. These are one of the dangerous conversations we have. Uh, Please welcome Dr. Andrew Wakefield. How are you, doctor? Sam, I'm great. Great to be back. Thank you. And it's an honor to talk to you, man. You know, uh, I've had discussions with people within my personal family and, uh, you know, uh, friends, uh, pediatricians, and I'm just really amazed at, and I don't want to sound like this to be negative or anything. I mean, like, I don't, I don't want to be come off as like, Oh my God. But it's like, I'm really amazed at how they view you and your work and your study and your findings. I it's, it's really mind blowing to me because in my times talking to you, very level headed, uh, very heartfelt, loving, and just trying to be, you know, do good for your fellow man. It's, it's kind of crazy. 
What are your thoughts yeah. on all that? <laughs> Propaganda is is very powerful. When you control the medium and the message, uh, you can tell any story to anyone and you can get them to believe it. Let me just characterize the way it broke down all those years ago when I found myself faced with the dilemma of it was an easy question to resolve is who do I work for? Do I work for the pharmaceutical companies and the vaccine manufacturers and the vaccine policymakers like the CDC, public health policymakers like the FDA, like Tony Fauci, or do I work for that child sitting opposite me in the clinic whose life has been destroyed, whose mother life has been destroyed, whose family's life has been destroyed. And his mother says, my child was perfectly fine. He went to the doctor to get his vaccine on time. I wasn't anti-vaccine. And the consequence was profound regressive autism and a life of utter misery and sickness. That was an easy question to answer. But at the time, and this was in the early days of the cancel culture, there was me. And I, I say this not to be uh, self-pitying in any way, just characterizing the landscape at the time. It was me, on, on the one hand, uh, trying to resolve the questions put to me by the parents of these profoundly injured children. And on the other hand, there were the pharmaceutical companies, the vaccine manufacturers like Merck, GlaxoSmithKline. There was the FDA, the CDC. NIH, the American Academy of Pediatrics, the World Health Organization, UNICEF, Bill Gates, uh, News International under Rupert Murdoch, uh, whose son they put on the board of GlaxoSmithKline specifically to target me. And all of the news outlets across the world who were beholden to the pharmaceutical industry for their income, their sponsorship. So it was an interesting dynamic, if you like. It was an interesting competition. There was me against this extraordinary um, propaganda machine. And the outcome is predictable. If you offend the pharmaceutical industry, if you threaten their bottom line, and if you uh, go against public health policy, government policy, there is no price you will not pay. And because they own the editorial, they own the headline, they can say what they like, Sam. They can say anything they like. And your opportunity as an individual to correct this, to put it right, is gone. And I did take that opportunity in a court of law because it seemed to me that the one place that you could get some kind of legal reconciliation of this would be a court of law. And here's my question to you. If all of those things they'd said about me were true, if the fraud were true, that I made up all of this information despite the fact that there were 13 senior authors on that paper who had oversight over everything that went into that paper, um, it, it seems extraordinary that you would go to the trouble and the expense of filing a suit in defamation in a Texas court against the British Medical Journal and the journalist who made these allegations that everybody appeared to have bought into. Why would you do that? Why would you go to that trouble and expense of laying out all of the evidence before the public for them to scrutinize if it was only going to prove that you were a fraud and a liar? You wouldn't do it. You would have to be utterly insane. And I may be many things, but I'm not <laughs> insane. So uh, 
it, but I'm afraid that's just now we're used to it. Now we see there are 17,000 doctors and scientists coming out against the COVID vaccine, expressing concerns about its safety, the lack of safety studies, that it's, you know, its consequences for the population in general, uh, children in particular at this very moment in time. And uh, those 17,000 doctors and scientists who were entirely mainstream to this point have been labelled as anti-vaccine cranks. That is how the system deals with you. I, when there was just one of me, it was easy. Now there are 17,000, it's not so easy. I couldn't agree more with everything you're saying. I always say, what does he get out of it? Like, what what does he get from this? Oh, he gets attacked. And, but, like, his, his profession, his career has been annihilated by a system that is benefiting from what he's he is exposing and there's no benefit to him there's just why would you want to become an outlier and be pushed out of your whole i don't even know if outlier is the right word there but you know where you get pushed out and you're 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 on the outside like Everything in your life when you become a doctor is about being a part of this system where you have to work within this system and there's all these checks and balances. To And if you don't aren't a part of that, you can't make a living. So why is the guy who's putting his life on the line, is living on the line, the bad guy and the people who have set up laws that protect them from being sued from any any re, uh, uh, negative results of their product, uh, why are they the good guys? Why are they the victims? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Because people just regurgitate talking points. And it's, you know, like you... We're just a victim of what, in my humble opinion, is many people are catching on to right now is that there is a, a system set up that protects the super rich and annihilates anybody who calls out anything they might do wrong. And people are, I hope people are waking up to this right now. And I hope people are waking up to the fact that, okay, this COVID vaccine has having so much side effects. I mean, they've made up a new term now, which is sudden young youth death and it just it's and it's like what does that make any even sense to you people it doesn't make any sense when you're trying to you know explain away children having heart attacks in elementary school acting like you saw that whenever you were a kid because the answer is you never did ever you never went to school one day and heard out that timmy wasn't coming because he had a heart attack it never happened and now you're seeing it all the time and why are the people calling them? But why are they the bad guys? What do they get out of this other than trying to help other people? So I, I appreciate you. I'm I'm I really am blown away. Like the 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 gentleman and we talked one time, but the gentleman I talked to versus the feeling that these people have is just so mind blowing to me. The vi the visceral that they have for your findings it just like blows my mind. And, and you know, and then like, there's so much when it comes to like what these elites are doing to our children in many different ways, both vaccines, health, spiritual, uh, culturally. Is why do we have that? Why is this politicized? Why are there people on the side of the rich and the powerful? Why are they doing that? They're the ones you got to ask. Like, what are you getting out of this? Oh, you get money, power, prestige. 
Uh, you're getting people are going to find out about your books you're writing. Uh, you become a talking head on network television and all that stuff. You, you you get clout. This new thing that everyone's talking about clout. You're getting clout. You're literally getting clout when the other side is getting ran out, so no one can hear them. You know, I got I got guys on my YouTube channel. Uh, oh, look at all the views your videos are getting. You have no clue my experience on YouTube. I have been ran out of YouTube. I have had 136,000 subscribers for years. I have not gone above that. Years. I've had to rebrand the whole thing because anything I talked about, even in a private video, got me a, a strike that could end my 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 channel. So, man, I, I feel for you, doctor, and I I know that you're a good guy because the uh, you know I'm really good at reading energy, and I know that you've gained nothing from this trying to push back, and it makes me very angry that people don't realize your sacrifice. So I appreciate you coming back on the show. That was a long rant, but I just want to get that out there. I get very angry about it, man, because I know where your heart is and who you are. And when you hear some of the criticisms of you, doctor, like what are some of the more criticisms, what, a lot of criticisms you, your fact, have heard that your naysayers have said about you? And oh, what are your retorts to them? The first thing I would say, Sam, before going any further, is you mentioned victim. I, I'm, I don't, I'm not a victim. I don't feel like a victim. I made a conscious adult choice, a professional choice, to look after the child in front of me, the children in front of me. I made a conscious choice to take the risk that ultimately put an end to my medical career. But I wasn't a victim because I did so with fully informed consent. I made that choice. What tragedy, what the tragedy of all of this is, of course, that children are not given a choice. Children are injected with these vaccines that have been inadequately tested, are demonstrably dangerous, and they're not given a choice. It's mandated, and they will not, in the state of California and elsewhere, get an education in private or public school unless they have been fully vaccinated. They are ostracized from society and that is utterly unacceptable so i don't feel like a victim and the other thing is how do i deal with it and how do it's not about me i've come to the realization and this is very important that it's not about me at all it's designed it's intended to look like it's personal bill gates got on television and called me a child killer i mean i think that's probably the most extreme uh criticism i've had uh, is it, but that, it's meant to look like it's about me. It's not about me. It's about something far more important. And so I can deal with it. I can deal with whatever comes because there is a much, much more important issue at stake here, and that is the future of the world, the future generations, the children who will populate that future. And... At the moment, they're never, they've never been as unhealthy as they are. And I, the FDA just passed the, the Moderna vaccine yesterday for children. Knowing that it is, it, it, it is dangerous. It is demonstrably dangerous. And that these children have absolutely no risk, zero risk effectively, of mortality from COVID. So the downside, the risk of the vaccine 
greatly, greatly exceeds the benefit of the vaccine. And yet, well, I no doubt we will see California making it mandatory for children to attend school and get their full doses of this vaccine. And as you say, we are going to see sudden death in a form that we have never seen it before. Strokes, heart attacks, myocarditis in a very large population of children. And once it's in there, once you put it in, there's no turning back. Hey guys, I want to tell you about our friends at American Home Shield. Okay, for 50 years, American Home Shield has protected household budgets from the unexpected, like a dryer that won't dry or the AC that's lost its cool. In fact, they help cover the cost to repair or replace parts of over 20 home systems and appliances when they wear out, no matter how old they are. Service fees, limitations, and exclusions apply. See the plan for details, okay? If American Home Shield can't repair the covered items, they will replace it, okay? American Home Shield members get more. More coverage options, fewer exclusions. From HVAC systems to plumbing to kitchen appliances, their plans help protect parts of up to 23 essential home systems and appliances. Electronic coverage available for unlimited number of eligible items like smart watches, TVs, and more. Okay. Options include roof leak repair, pool and spa coverage. Coverage available no matter how old your systems and appliances are. And trust me, guys, I totally understand this because right now I have a refrigerator that is breaking down. I mean, it's saying goodbye. It's <laughs> it's writing its will. It's calling it a day. We're calling relatives in to say goodbye. Uh, it's just unbelievable. This refrigerator is going down. And if I had American Home Shield, I wouldn't have to worry about it. It would be really simple. Okay, so here's what I need you guys to do. Keep your home up and running in a budget on track with American Home Shield. Right now, tinfoil hat listeners can take $50 off their most comprehensive plans ever. Go to ahs.com slash tinfoil now to save $50. That's ahs.com slash tinfoil for $50 off any plan. Okay, service Fees, limitation, exclusion, supply. See plan for details. Okay, American Home Shield. Be sure with the shield. I just don't understand how people with all the information out there right now can be open-minded to any of this. And I mean, study after study is coming out. Lockdowns didn't work. Masks didn't work. Okay. The, we are seeing now with these Pfizer dumps that it had a 10% success rate whatever that even means man whatever that even means and yet, yet they're marching forward like they don't think we understand the data that's coming out and the people that are fighting to get the words out and all that stuff and it just it really blows my mind that people can't go well if this is if this virus if this vaccine has caused so much chaos what about the last ones you know, you got Reagan making a law that shields these companies from any lawsuits. Now they're like cranking out vaccine after vaccine. Now we got to take 30 vaccines. You're like, why do you need 30 vaccines? But if there's people that are willing to take it, like enough idiots that are willing to take the seventh booster, why not make it? Like as a company that's willing to do it. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, mean, I, I mean, I'm not saying if they should, but view, at that point but, of view, I'm like, well, if you're, I'm on the 10th one and you're willing to take it, then here's some water at that point. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like. 
yeah, obviously, I've had this debate with people on my other show about investing in Pfizer and how I'm against it. And ultimately, stupid people are going to do stupid stuff. But what we're getting to is what the doctor brought up, which is, you know, making it mandatory. And it's ridiculous. So, doctor, I want to get into your movie that's coming out, uh, your new doc called Infertility, a Diabolical Agenda. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Certainly, certainly, Sam. This is, um, I just finished 1986, The Act, which was about the very act that Reagan signed into law in 1986, the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act that gave the vaccine manufacturers liability protection from death and injury caused by their vaccines. I just finished that. And I was shown this footage from Africa of um, a, a story of infertility vaccines. And I'd not really paid much attention to this in the past, but I looked at this footage. And as a filmmaker, there's a great risk in taking someone else's footage that was shot in a way that you wouldn't perhaps have shot it and the questions not asked in a way that perhaps you would have asked them. But the story was so compelling that I thought I've, I've got to get this out there. And so it's it's really about a it's a, a, a an acrimonious debate that's been out there for many years and on the one hand you have the world health organization and uh the kenyan public health service and on the other hand you have the catholic doctors association and the catholic bishops association the catholic church is a very big healthcare provider in east africa and the allegation was that under the guise of a neonatal tetanus prevention program, women, millions of women across the globe, but particularly in developing countries, were being given an anti-fertility vaccine, five doses of an anti-fertility vaccine that would either abort the current pregnancy or prevent them getting pregnant. And this was a furious debate that went back and forth Eventually, they decided to uh, have put it to the, to the test in the laboratory, and samples were taken from the field, from the tetanus, the so-called tetanus campaign, and from the government stores with the same batch number. This is the key. And when the samples from the field were tested, the ones being administered to women, uh, they found that over half of them had the anti-fertility vaccine. Oh when they tested the samples from the government stores, 52 samples, they were all negative. And at that stage, the government went on the offensive. They accused the doctors of effectively falsifying the data, tampering with the samples. They discredited them. They hauled them up in front of their regulatory body, their licensing body, just as happened to me, with the aim of getting them struck off the medical register. And they exploited the media, they exploited the World Health Organization, they exploited all of these avenues to trash the doctors who'd raised these concerns, trash the Catholic Church, and tell everybody that it was all okay. And then it gets really, really interesting. Oh, snap. And that's where this film comes in. And I'm not going to spoil it for your listeners, for your viewers, but go and watch it. It's an extraordinary story, a story for our time, and in particular, an insight into who the World Health Organization really are. And the point of this is that right now, Sam, the World Health Organization are about to, next week, decide whether they are going to be able to take over global control 
of pandemic policy, of vaccine passports, of mandatory vaccination, of what is right for you and your family, the World Health Organization, taking away that uh, decision-making ability either from the individuals or from the states or from the, the country and centralizing it in the World Health Organization. And this film exposes the World Health Organization for who they truly are. And they all I will say is they plumb a new moral and professional depth in this film. You know, I, uh, I, this is extraordinary, dude. I'm dying to know what, what was found in those, in the, in, in that African study. I'm dying to know, but we will watch a movie and find out. Um, I, I think one of the most dangerous things in the world is an unelected politician. Uh, cause they really have nobody to, uh, you know, be uh, account for, you know, they have nobody that they have to be held accountable for. And, you know, you see this right now in New York, the governor now is not the elected governor. She was the Lieutenant governor who I think she probably had to run for Lieutenant governor, I believe, but she was not elected as governor. And now she's just making crazy policies as she's going. She's talking about the internet and, you know, gun laws and all this crazy stuff. Cause she didn't have to run on any policies. She didn't have to tell us her policies. She just was able to be put positioned and that's what, and, uh, be able to say the craziest stuff. And that we see it in Europe now with the EU and we're definitely seeing with the WHO. I mean, the WHO could not have gotten this whole pandemic more wrong everything about it they everything they told us to do if you talk to anybody in nutrition anybody in health doctors it's the exact opposite was supposed to do they wanted you to lock down not go outside not meet with anybody not talk to anybody uh kept liquor stores open kept weed stores open right shut down gyms Shut down, you know, mom and pop shops, mom, pop, Target, Walmart. Let's go stack up 100%. Everything that was wrong. Don't go outside. Oh, protest. Oh, well, however you want right next to each other. Please do it. But it's just, it was just, everything was done wrong. The world, the guy who runs the W, uh, H O is a, I mean, I believe he's involved in some sort of genocide at some point. They were talking about that. Uh, I mean, we've had Bill Gates give TED Talks about if everything goes according to plan, they're going to lower the population by 15%. Think about that, doctor. I mean, that is incredible to me. Yes, and it was no mistake. He meant it when he said it. And and, and that is their plan. And um, worse than that, if you look at someone like Tony Fauci, an unelected official, He's been responsible for a vaccine and vaccine only agenda with COVID, which has withheld, deliberately withheld in the face of the overwhelming evidence, withheld treatments for COVID, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, and others that would have saved lives. So the World Health Organization's assessment of the data says would have saved up to what, 72, 75, 80% of the lives that were lost in this country from COVID globally from COVID, and then at the end, a paragraph saying, but I do not believe the FDA should license this drug for use in COVID. Why did he put that in? In the face of all of the evidence he's just presented, he puts in this little thing that his pharmaceutical industry paymasters tell him he has, has to put in, and that's what he does. And Tony Fauci takes a decision on behalf of everybody in the world 
that these gain-of-function studies that were funded in the Wuhan laboratory that led to this catastrophe were worth the risk. His words, I believe, were worth the risk. Uh, well, we've, we now know that that is so far from the truth. Um, and Tony Fauci needs to be held accountable. You raise the issue of accountability, and that is absolutely essential. And that's what my films now seek to do. It's not good enough just to expose the crime, expose the fraud, expose whatever has happened, but to hold those accountable, to name names, to name individuals, to name companies, to hold people accountable for what they're doing. Because if unless you hold people accountable, my experience is there is no disincentive for them to carry on doing exactly what they're doing. Indeed, at the moment, they're rewarded for. They make bonuses out of making dangerous products. And that has all got to stop. Guys, I want to tell you about our friends at sterlingstockpicker.com. Listen, these are turbulent financial times, to say the least. The key to getting your money to work for you at times like this is to have solid financial advice. Our good friends over at Sterling Stock Picker know what's up and have created software for you to find winning stocks in crypto, even if you are new to investing. Hey, let's face it. Stocks are on sale, and it's time to start buying shares of companies that are undervalued. It's time to get your money to start working for you instead of you working so hard for it. Did you know the elites line each other's pockets using their company stocks? The key is to figure out which stock to buy and start racking in profits. Sterling Stock Picker shows you when to buy, sell, hold, or avoid, okay? I love it. It's a, you know, I've talked to these guys. We've uh, had conversations. They are in line with Tim Hat's values, okay? And if you look at the, the the interface that you actually will be using when you're using Sterling Stock Picker, it's really easy to understand. They explain everything point by point. It, it's perfect if, if you just kind of want to dip your toes in or if you're somebody who's really advanced at stock trading. It, it's really a great service. So let's face it, you work hard for your money. Don't you think it's time you start getting your money to work hard for you? The stock market has been around for 120 years. More millionaires are made from investing stocks than any other asset class. Sterling Stock Picker was created to help you get better returns than mutual funds and start investing in stocks that are crushing it during this pandemic. The software is truly unique. I like that you can be a brand new investor and find winning stocks in three clicks. There's even weekly live streams by the founder who shares which stocks to buy and what to sell. So you'll always be in the know. This is what I want you to do. Head over to sterlingstockpicker.com slash tinfoil hat and grab your full free 14 day trial. That's sterling, S T E R L I N G, stockpicker.com slash tinfoil hat. You'll be glad you did. We have more and more stuff coming out about all the kickbacks that uh, officials at the NIH are getting. I mean, huge kickbacks, uh, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars to push narratives. And I don't know why. I don't care if you like a politician or a government official. You should hold their feet to the fire all the time. It's free. It's a fun, free thing you could do, which is question authority all the time. Especially if you voted for them. Question everything. That's been the, from day one of this show. Question everything. Question everything I do. On the last episode, Johnny questioned some, a statement I made. We checked it out. I was wrong. I admit I was wrong. Question everything. I have zero problems with that. You should question all these people, man. And just what we're learning right now um, is just their playbook is old. 
They keep running the same plays over and over and over and over again. And because we keep falling for it. And I, I do believe we're waking up to it. But, I mean, Dr. Fauci should never have survived HIV and AIDS. He should never have survived that scandal. And yet, <laughs> we have the same demographics that were burnt by him before pushing his narrative for him. True. Let me characterize something, though, Sam, and, and that might give your listeners some heart. Is that when I got involved in this discussion, this debate, this war uh, 30 years ago, when I realized that vaccine safety was a major issue, the studies hadn't been done, people were suffering, new diseases were appearing, there were a handful of people worldwide, there were a handful of people who were prepared to discuss this thorny issue. Now, 30 years later, in large part because of film that has brought the story to people, but in large part due to the silver lining that is the cloud of COVID, that number now is more than half the world. We have gone from a handful of people to more than half the world who are saying, whoa, stop, enough is enough. And 72%, based on the CDC's own data, 72% of people in this country, adults, have either not had the first dose of the COVID shot, not had the second dose, or are not compliant with the boosters. In other words, they have rejected the CDC's recommended schedule for this vaccine, saying it's not safe, it's not been properly tested, it's not necessary, we have major concerns, we don't want it. That is a huge shift. So when you say people are waking up, you are absolutely right. And tragically, because of the accumulation of the severe side effects, we are going to see more and more and more people waking up to this, tragically by their own experience, their personal experience or their family's experience. Um, but that's where we are now. And that is uncomfortable as it may seem. That is what winning looks like. And um, if you saw Bill Gates on television the other day, when he was asked the question, how did it go? What's your assessment of how it went, the, this whole COVID vaccine campaign? He was a broken man. He was a broken man. For him, it was a catastrophe. He had set himself the objective. Uh, Fauci had set himself the objective. Peter Dajak had set themselves the objective of frightening the world's population into submission, into falling in line with COVID vaccine policy, and people had refused to do it. And so I have great hope. I have optimism that we will prevail, that common sense will prevail, as it is doing. And people are objecting and saying no. And, and you, people like you, in large part, are responsible for getting that message out there and helping to educate the world. So thank you very much. Well, uh, doctor, I totally agree with you. I, I, there's a lot to break down on that. I mean, we get into the history of Bill Gates. His own father and mother, uh, I believe his father ran the... Um, ran the Washington State Central Bank and was founded, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Johnny, but I believe he founded Planned Parenthood, which we've, you know, and, and, and here's the whole thing with Planned Parenthood. I think when I was very young, I, I thought Planned Parenthood's job was to help people of low uh, income be able to get medical help uh, when they needed it because of our system set up. And now as we start to pull back a little bit of the curtain, we start to see that maybe 
maybe its intentions early on are not as pure as we would like to have believed. And there's a lot of eugenics involved in, in Planned Parenthood and what they were doing to, you know, the uh, depopulation agenda that is involved with that. So you have Bill Gates coming from, you know, that lineage, that heritage of wanting to do depopulation. We can get into stuff that he's done in India. I believe, and doctor, I don't know if you know might know more about this, but Bill Gates is a wanted man in India for for a lot of the experiments he's done with drugs there and the, the effects it's had on that po- population. Do you know anything about that? Well, I know that the India have um, come out against the role, the influence of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Gabby, in vaccine policy making they appeared to have infiltrated the regulatory committees that decided what vaccines and when indian children should get them and that is clearly the indian doctors have come down on the side that that is clearly not in the best interests of the indian population and they have uh, removed at least the last i heard they removed representatives of gavi from the decision-making bodies uh, and so we have that, and then we can get into, and doctor, I don't know how much you've looked into the actual process of how they have rolled out the propaganda to get us into a heightened state of anxiety, which a lot, which makes us much more, uh, open to manipulation, fear, anxiety. We're more like somebody please help us and we're more susceptible to maybe uh, orders that aren't in our best interest because we are so afraid. So, you know, it, it was done systematically, in my humble opinion. When you watch the news, what was, what was happening, these videos coming out of China, of people falling backwards, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, something's going on in China. Anderson Cooper's like, we are noticing weird things coming out. Because yeah, this wasn't just social media. This was actually on the news. news. See, well... And you got to remember something, man. Like the CNN and the MSNBC of of when coronavirus came out, which was what, 2019? That's only three years. But man, in that three years, we've watched CNN and MSNBC and and throw Fox in there as well. Just throw the whole, all of them in the dumpster fire. Uh, their, their credibility has completely eroded. But at this time... They were still had a segment of society. I would say more the left, the small left that was following them all the time because they were really into this Trump uh, hate bashing. I mean, Trump is we killed. fell for it in the beginning. If they pulled out again now, me and you would be a, like we fell. I we, didn't fall for any of it. There was a little I, bit of falling for I, it. I, I, uh, I, you know, anytime. Donnie, I can see, you back me up in the beginning? In the beginning, weren't we all a little bit like, whole, like what the fuck's going on? No. Well, I remember in the beginning. They they really threw a lot of us off because we're inclined to think they're wrong, uh, and rightly so, I think. And when in the beginning, when they came out saying, "Don't wear masks," you know, they're not they're not going to help you. You don't need masks. And we know now they were lying just because they they planned to make it later tell us to wear masks. But for oh, them, okay, they needed I see what you're and remember saying. Dave Smith came on and was like, "Dude, they're telling us not to wear masks. You got to wear masks." Yeah. I but I never thought masks. Well, but were I, an but answer. what I'm saying is, I think a lot of us were initially skeptical, rightly so. We knew something was up, right? And when they were saying that in the beginning, I think we were like, maybe we should wear masks. I don't yeah. know. Oh, I love that they were. Tra- but you know, the videos of people falling. 
That oh, never yeah, happened till when? Him. When did we start seeing people falling like that? After they got the vaccine, yeah. right? But maybe they knew that. And so they, people were just filming people just, boom, falling, falling. They take these videos. People are getting COVID. Oh, my God. Look what's happening. That's where the fear begins. And that's how they get us at this heightened state of, uh, of fear and anxiety to get us to go, hey, man, time to shut everything down. And then I love Joe Rogan. He's a good friend of mine, but he has that one guy on pushing a book and the biggest podcast in the world stating that there's going to be bodies in the streets. And now we got this. Now the biggest podcast in the world saying bodies are going to be in the streets. Joe shuts down his shows. Now we're in full-on panic mode. NBA shuts everything down, which forces all these po- all these other professional sports from doing boom, boom, boom. It's systematic. Your thoughts on any of that, doctor? Yeah, I um, whatever they've tried to do, ultimately it's failed. It's failed by virtue of the fascinating thing about things like YouTube and, and Twitter. And we were all banned from these. We were systematically banned from these. And the wonderful thing about America, America in particular, uh, certainly in my experience, is that when one door closes, there are a whole bunch of entrepreneurs who are saying, Hmm, thank you very much. I've been working on this new platform for a long time, but I didn't have the backing to do it because there was you in the way. You had the monopoly. Now you've gone. Now, effectively, you have censored yourself from this debate because you won't talk about it. You won't put the other side. Now this other platform is available and we're going to take off. And so what we see is a whole host of new platforms coming through, coming to the fore, which are not going to... Allow censorship, going to allow free speech. And that is adaptation and survival. That is classic Darwinian evolution. That's wonderful. Because what ironically is happening is Facebook have censored themselves. That's what they've done. So get rid of them. They're redundant. And let's get on to another platform that will at least engage with debate on these particularly important issues. We are seeing them trying to once again start to now i'm gonna be honest with you man if you study uh fauci hiv aids if you watch some of fauci's aids hiv videos when they're trying to roll out that whole thing and that's a different discussion on that on that disease that virus but you watch out like what he was saying i mean if you listen to what that guy was saying about how you could catch hiv I mean, oh, dude, yeah, I mean, you could get, you shake somebody's hands, you might get HIV. You're like, what? Scare tactic. Yeah, but that is how, and then you wonder why we isolated gays and we we were so afraid of them. Carl Malone, like, I want to play with no my, Magic Johnson. He might, he might sweat on me. And you're like, oh, my. You look back and you go, why would anyone think that after all that we know now? It's crazy. And like now he's doing now let's watch what they're starting to do with monkeypox, which everybody, if you study like the pictures of monkeypox, guess what that looks a lot like shingles. It looks a lot like shingles, man. You see pictures of shingles. You see pictures of monkeypox looks exactly like the same. And we're like, oh, where'd monkeypox come from, everybody? Oh, guess where it came from? Oh, yeah, it came from two guys. That's literally what they said. Two guys at a music festival. Where do have we heard this before? 
You know, the odd thing about monkeypox, and here, here's a fascinating observation, is when you have a virus that ostensibly emerges in a population, it leaps from, say, an animal reservoir to humans, which is where, I guess, monkeypox originally came from. It starts in one place on the planet. It is a point outbreak, and then it spreads from that point outbreak. What we're seeing with this is multiple point outbreaks around the world. Suddenly, monkeypox has emerged at the same time in various countries. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen unless it involves a, a degree of deliberation or the hand of man. Uh, you have that's a very, very unusual situation <laughs> that does, certainly doesn't emulate the natural pattern of, of infectious disease evolution. It doesn't. So something very strange is going on. And I, I don't doubt for a moment that uh, in, the, in the wake of the failure of their COVID vaccine policy and indeed everything else they've done, then this is their next attempt. And, and, and people have made it, if you read Peter Dajak's, um, he was the sort of go-between the money, uh, taking money from the NIH and giving it to Wuhan to do this work. If you look at um, his email where he, his message to people when this was going on, it, there was a clear intent to, one, incentivize the pharmaceutical industry with huge profits and, two, to terrify the people into submission. That's what he set out to do. So this is what we need to do. We need to frighten people and we need to make them in, live in fear of getting this infection. They want, they need to need our vaccine and we need to incentivize the pharmaceutical companies through the media and elsewhere to realize that at the end of this, there are huge profits. That's effectively what he was saying. It was an extraordinary statement. What an indictment of the whole thing. So, uh, not to sorry that uh, while you were on that wonderful uh, discussion, that that XG laughed. It wasn't laughing at anything. Anything you said, XG had just clicked on an article in which, and this is where the wokeness starts to come in. Who to rename monkeypox after scientists call it discriminatory? Uh, it just, it really is unbelievable. <laughs> we live in a clown world, and we have to. And that's the whole is thing. That real? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I it's mean, 100% real. He's just like, okay, so this thing is going to be a threat to humanity, and we're worried who's about it, who's people. discriminating against? Yeah, monkeys. Like, I, I, like monkeys give a fuck. Monkeys? Yeah, who is the is the is the <laughs> union of monkeys speaking up right now? Like, uh, why are you blaming us for it? It's it's so ridiculous. Planet of the Apes, you know, Super monkey not happy. Yeah, but but it gets back to like like. What they did with the Wuhan, like, and, and, you know, it's like, hey, dude, this is discriminatory against Asians. It's like they just keep using the same freaking playbook because it's worked in the past. But the but you're right, doctor, when something suddenly is everywhere all the time, you have to ask, how is that possible? Yeah, How's that it possible? It does not happen like that. And doctor, I would love to get your uh your your take on the fact that the coronavirus seems to be the first time and I could be wrong, but correct me if I'm wrong, we had a virus that actually got stronger as it mutated. Like we most viruses as far as what little I know about that that whole game is that the virus uh never gets stronger as it mutates, it tends to get weaker and weaker. But for some reason, you know, you have this virus that goes from, you know, uh, 
lambda, 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 lambda to, you know, whatever other Greek fraternity, yeah. sorority and they want to call and it. Herd immunity doesn't work with this one. Right? And, and here's the whole thing is that it gets stronger as it goes. Uh, is, that, is that anything you've seen before, doctor? I, I need to go in a minute, uh, Sam, but, also, but I will comment on this. And that is, yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, the virus is a parasite, and a successful parasite doesn't kill its host. Why would it kill its host? Because it then hasn't got a, a reservoir in which to reproduce and then be transmitted to another people, another person. So successful parasites do not kill their hosts. So what happens when a virus, for example, enters a new population, it will have a relatively high mortality rate, but that will decline very rapidly as new variants, new genetic strains of the virus evolve that are less dangerous they can persist longer, they don't harm their host to anything like the same extent, and therefore they are more successful as being transmissible agents that are sustained within a population. That is the natural evolution of man and viruses or man and in infection in general. Until we interfere with that process and when we are, things that encourage mutation are imperfect control measures. So what encouraged mutation of bacteria in the face of antibiotics were imperfect antibiotics. You kill 95% of the bacteria, but the 5% that survive that are resistant to the antibiotic become the dominant strain. Thanks very much, guys. Look, we've got a free range here because the antibiotic can't kill us and there's no one else living where we need to live. So they become the dominant strain. And vaccination is most certainly an imperfect form of control. So what the vaccine does is put a selection pressure on the virus to mutate, to produce new strains. And sometimes those strains are not good news. And that is an artificial situation of natural selection, if you like, an unnatural selection um, that leads to new variants that have the potential to be more dangerous. Now, it does look like the Omicron is more transmissible, perhaps a lower mortality, um, but it eluded the immunity produced by the vaccine. And what uh, the, the drug companies know this, Pfizer executives know this. They know that if they use an imperfect vaccine, they're going to create a new market for a new vaccine because that vaccine, the old one, doesn't work against the strains that have been generated as a result of the widespread use of their imperfect vaccine. I know that sounds a little complex, but we have been instrumental, if you like, in pushing the virus to mutate and develop new strains. So, so you know, every, we, you know, just think of the, I mean, there's going to be so many movies done about the coronavirus, our response to it. Uh, I mean, I would like to think that, and, you know, I'm a cup half full guy, I'm an optimist always. I think people, I think when people say humans are getting uh, dumber, I, I don't agree with that. What I really do believe is we are getting inundated with more useless knowledge that we only have so much bandwidth in our brain. And like, okay, who's Kim Kardashian dating now? And that you're not focusing on is like how many governors or whatever, who's the governor of this, who's the governor of that. It's like your mind is just getting saturated with more useless knowledge. So the stuff that is, was seen as as important isn't as important anymore because it's because, you know, I support current things. That is the big meme going around. But, 
You know, Sam, I got, I've got to love you and leave you, Sam. I will uh, happy to come back on any time. Okay. Uh, it, it's been great talking to you again. All right, brother. Thank you so much, doctor. Appreciate out, but, you um, coming on. You know, I'm on the end of the phone. Give me a call. I'll happily drop in. We'll do it soon. Take care, doctor. Have Wonderful. a great day. Thanks very Thank much. You. Bye, guys. Bye. So anyways, back to what I was saying. He said he had a limited time, but I, I thought maybe we'd get a little bit more because his computer wasn't working. Yeah, no, he was on Are the we top. still going here? Yeah, I'm okay. still going. Well, he had just, you could tell he was trying to get away, though, like right before that. He was like, I got to go, Sam. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then you kept talking, and then he was looking like, oh, Okay, uh, got to go. That's fine. That's okay. He's like, I'll answer this one last question, but then I got to go, and then. I am going on. to finish the show. And, you know, we get into the mutate. <laughs> People be like, why even have a guest? You keep talking the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Um, so uh, for me, man, you know, a, another thing as we look back is like how all these variants uh, would just be start popping up. And then they would be like, oh, you tested positive for monkey butt and you're like well i mean do you have a test for monkey butt oh well don't worry about it this test for monkey butt and you're like but that tests for corona oh but it also now tests for monkey butt and you're like that doesn't make any sense to me because there was like a couple strains right there was the first strain the second strain but they named them off as was of comry i remember that that one what's mm -hmm. that what was the one that started with the O? No, Omicron. My, uh, Omicron. 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 Yeah. Like, did they have a test for exactly Omicron? What was Eddie's favorite? Uh, uh, corona flu or something it was? That was Eddie's favorite variant. You know, Omniflu or... Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking it about. It was like some... So it was like Sharknado of, yeah. of uh, coronaviruses. Like, when you got tested, did, did they tell you exactly which one you had? Dude, listen, I got tested very early. I did it. I haven't got it. Not You're once. smart. Yeah. You're smart. If I, I will never take another coronavirus ever. I will never take another. I've only test. ever done this home test. So I don't know what. So, I mean, I assume I had Delta right cold because it was just. I think most people get that information just based on what is going around. Yeah, you're time, like, hey, supposedly. Delta's out. You go get Delta. I got Delta. Yeah. You're like. And I but, think that's a lot of what the healthcare people do too when they tell you. They're just yeah. like, uh, well, I you mean, know how I feel like it is? It's like when people smoke weed and they tell you they have sativa or, or, or indica. And I'm like, you're just saying that because you know I want to be up right now or yeah. I want to go to sleep. So yeah. they'll just tell you where the fuck they want to hear. Well, you it's know, like that. super interesting is like, the way I had a friend of mine get certified to be a nurse and they like, they got their like certification in a couple of weeks. What? So it like, uh, or it was like a really short end, time. It must've been not an RN though, just a regular nurse. Cause RN is, that's a tough job, well, right? You gotta go to school for years. For yeah. Like, RN, a couple yeah. Of years. Well, yeah. they, they said they got certified. Well, maybe they'd nurse. already been to school though. And then, maybe, then they but even then, right. And listen, this is not anti-nurse at all. This is not, nursing is a hard job. I'm not saying this at all. So please, I know we have nurses that listen. I'm not, I respect the game. I respect. A Bachelor of Science in Nursing takes four years. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, 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 so I think there's a difference between being like an assistant at a nurse place and being an actual oh, RN. Oh, yeah, you could be like an a RN. nurse assistant. Yeah, an yeah. RN is a registered nurse that takes your blood. I don't think they're yeah. letting someone that just works at the front office that takes appointments be an RN. Okay, then I'll, I'll move on from what I was just going to say. But what I want to get into, okay, what I want to get into is that this, the, like, it's been a game the whole time, every time. 
Like, you remember when they were like, oh, dude, these PCR tests aren't working. Bill Gates and George Soros have a new test coming out. Did they ever tell you what the new test was? Did they ever tell you this? what made this new test? Uh-huh. No, they just rolled out the old test. And all these people keep rushing to get tested. Now, Johnny sent me something where he doesn't necessarily believe, dang it, he doesn't necessarily believe in, in um, uh, chemtrails. Oh, yeah. Well, it's just something I was thinking about. I was watching this documentary about the Second World War and the First World War, and you look in the sky like during the Blitz, and it's just fi- filled with, with you know, contrails, what we would call chemtrails now. What were, I mean, am I to believe that the Nazis were spraying, you know, and the How and, do you and, know and they the Brit- were? But I mean, it was also the British planes were doing it too. All the planes were doing it back then. But you would also be like, that doesn't mean they have They couldn't figure out. Even in oh the, man, we could spray stuff doing this. Even in the nineteen teens, dude, like the first planes to go high enough to where they should be able to create them were creating them. Even back then, I mean, were there photos and and, and stories about there because the first time people go, they'll be like, oh, that's kind of weird. Well, Johnny. Well, I mean, does that mean that they? they well, I just, I just, I, that was an observation. I was like, okay, like how do you explain I, I, that? I mean, you know I mean? If I'm gonna run on Johnny's side, chemtrails are kind of weird. Like, why would you contaminate the air, the air when you breathe the same air? Well, because who knows where they're spraying, and who knows if they give a fuck. I mean, like, if their goal is to spray the population down, you don't know. Whether they have something they take that deals, no, they're with not more. Yeah, they're not morally there. They don't give a fuck at the end of the day. Yeah, and then also you hear all kinds of different things about what what is actually in chemtrails. Like yeah, but we have John Brennan admitting that answer. chemtrails are a thing. He did it at this CFR. Yeah. Yeah. He said I've, I've we have video. the ability to do that. I mean, it's kind well, he was of talking about weather changing. Though. What? He was talking about weather changing. But right? they wouldn't use it for other things. No, but what though? I'm saying is, what are we talking about? I mean, we just had, I think it was Sweden come out and admit that they do that. I mean, what I know for sure is the chemtrails are real. They use them in Iraq. Like, there's no way they didn't use a town and be like, yo, spray this shit on them. I mean, like, well, I, I mean, mean, like, you could also... There's some people that think yeah, but that... Ju- but XG, there's, it's a war zone. You can't yeah. just fly planes anywhere. You get shot down. True. Okay? It's like, know. it was literally a no-fly zone. I mean, like, you can't just be like, dude, just send up the drones, this. but they do drones. They get shot down, dude. You can't just fly anywhere. Like, dude, that's the True. reason why Top Gun's a big movie. Because those movie, those jets are called fighter pl- planes. They're fighter they're jets. They're fighter jets. I don't know. I'm just saying. We've been there long enough. I'm sure we fucking contaminate them with something. Dude, well, we would, like, fly above and drop off, like, like propaganda paraphernalia. Right? Yeah. But back to this whole well, thing. One thing I didn't ask him, you know how he did say in Africa that they tested the vaccines that they gave those females and the ones the government had, none of those had well, anything? Yeah, he couldn't I'm tell wondering us. wondering if there's anything in this vaccines where some of them are going to have something else that other ones don't. Will you guys look, would you, will you look up like blood clots they're finding in people and all the creepy shit oh, they're that finding? that stuff weirds me out, bro. Dude, I don't know if I want to see it. Blood clot, weird guy looking it up, and it's so gross, man. Have you seen it? Like they say, they have fingers. Yeah, I know it's gross, dude. It looks like little octopuses and stuff. Yeah, dude, just put that like uh, blood clots mystery. Now I will say, nearly every thread you have on Twitter, you'll have some guy who's like, "I worked in a in a morgue for ten years, and this is just weird clotting shit that comes out of your blood when you die." But 
Really? Yeah, I, I, I've seen those comments. Now I will not go to images. I cannot dude. Say go to weird anymore. Legit. Weird. Go to weird blood clots. Yeah, you aren't gonna get it in. Mysteriously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, like one guy's like, we're finding like these things have fingers. I'm like, ugh. But, 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 but. So you know, we have this thing. I personally think that the doctor's correct. Uh, I mean, the doctor, I mean, you guys know my opinion on viruses. Uh, I am a more of a terrain guy. I don't. Well, he seems, he's not though, right? He's, he's not. He's yeah. a virus guy. Yeah. And there, there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm, I'm not a virus guy. I, I believe in exosomes. That doesn't mean that I don't think there's something there. I just think how it got there is different. You know, the virus people think. That you can contract it. I think it's something that's in your blood system and all that stuff. So that's just me and Johnny. We've uh, we've talked about how your favorite guy, uh, Bill Maher, is Not now my favorite guy. okay, Johnny. Uh, but the guy you but like, that's thing. You know, you he is a co- he's more of a, he's open to he's terrain. A, he's a terrain. No, he's not open there. He is a terrain theorist. But like, he's like the one doctor who said there it's terrain, but there are viruses. Well, I think that's what most people who say they're terrain theorists are. It's right, they think there are microbes but they also believe that it's much more to do with how well you know keeping your body healthy and being a healthy person right that's the terrain part of it and i and i totally believe that but I, it just blew my mind i was listening to one of his podcasts the other day and he and he's now said on multiple podcasts gotten into kind of arguments one with jimmy kimmel like about kimmel was all just completely in on the vaccine and everything and mars like are you really? Are you serious? Like, Mark and believe it, and then they kind of got into a little. It was a little dark the way they talked to each other for a little bit. Oh, and did they you see had to Bill on Burr on Jimmy Kimmel like lay into him? No, I didn't see that. No. You should look it up. He's like, and he's swearing on that show. I couldn't believe they were oh, was beeping he? Fox. What would he say? What was he saying? He's like, he's like, you know, basically Jimmy Kimmel's like, are you capable of of happiness? And he basically, he, like, and Bill Burr's like, you know, you're, sn- you know, like, I, yeah, and I like your fake caring about my happiness. It was like, was it, this Bill Burr has no chill on Jimmy Kimmel. Does yeah, I think right? that might be it. I threw a strike, and then you had to show your home run ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. One of these things of people watching him. Uh, that's all you're gonna find. <laughs> 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 you have trouble. Somebody asked me that. <laughs> yeah. <this is> <laughs> Yeah. Fun, like, some of these reaction videos I mean, where you just like, like, what do black people think about Bill Burr? Do to convince people that I, I I'm not walking around in a rage, but like if you say something stupid, I'm you know I'm gonna look at you. <laughs> you um are performing at Fenway Park. You are doing comedy That's it. at Fenway That's Park. It. Well, what do you mean? I think no, he goes he, uh, because you cut it at the beginning. He basically yeah, goes like it's, it's, it's right at the beginning. All yeah, right. he goes basically. I threw a strike and then you had to show your home run. Yeah. He basically says, like, in your fucking condescending question, like, he basically calls him out right there. And usually Jimmy Kimmel get a little uncomfortable. And probably a little uncomfortable right now. Yeah. You know, he's like, oh, okay, you're going to say that to me on my show? Like, I'll tell you what bugged me was your fake concern there. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, he's leaning. Uh-huh. And you squinted your face. I say, do you have trouble being happy? No, I, I don't have a problem being happy. I have a great time being happy as long as nobody asks me that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stop it! Stop it! That's fake. Like yeah. it's just like like I 
I, I want Jimmy Kill and do well because my friend works on the show and I want him to make cash checks to the end of days. Kimmel's but, been pretty good to people in comedy, right? Like, no, he stopped. Oh, he stopped has he having stopped? comics on. Oh, okay. I, I've, but man, has about? anyone fallen farther than Jimmy Kimmel? Well, he's talking about quitting, right? That's, I saw last week he was pondering. I mean, he just, I, I mean, not in a good way, but he had fucking Biden on. That shit was horrible. Yeah, and it just like blows up. You're like, you know, it just blows up in your face when you're like, dude, if you're not on the side of common sense, you get exposed. And Jimmy Kimmel, for the longest time, was the best of the joke writers when you had like him, Jimmy Fallon, that. When Letterman left, yeah. Like, as he, soon as Letterman yeah, left, yeah. he became the best joke writer. He right. was the one who had bite, more bite. Yeah. All gone now. All gone because you got to play this game. And it's just like, so, so something I want to get into real quick, guys, before we come to an end is like, we've watched what is going on. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know he could only be here for 43 minutes. I, I, we had some. Yeah, we should say he had some computer issues. His he had video some big computer his, issues. His we had some, and I love Dr. Uh, Dr. Wakefield. Um, but I want to say something about what's going on in Canada. Have you been watching a lot of this? Like. They're pushing back against Trudeau. Trudeau came and took away their guns, and I think Canadians really freaked the fuck out about that. They already didn't have any to start off with. They barely well, I mean, had anything. Canada owns guns, but he, like, I think outlawed the whole... Handguns, yeah. Handguns, everything. Yeah, nope, no guns. Nothing. nothing. And I think people really freaked out. And I think Americans, and this is going to get where it gets weird, is I think Americans should be very concerned about what's going on in Canada. Because, you know... We can say whatever we want about how crazy these notions were. But, you know, when Trump was president, there was a lot of talk about Chinese troops in Canada. That the Chinese were doing running drills in Canada. And if, if, if Canada falls fully to globalism and it becomes this fucking dictatorship that that, that piece of shit wants, right? That's where the UN's going to come through. Well, that's what the UN, UN is there for, because... For, People and Canadians will not fight against Canadians. So you have to use someone from Well, like you remember that country. dude? They'd like, where are you from? Who are you from? And they wouldn't answer. Like, they had sent the UN in to deal with the Canadians during the trucker convoy and all that stuff. And if, if Canada falls and it seems like they're waking up in time to push back, we should all in this country really hope they win. Because that's where the UN will come through, in my humble. They know Daddy will take care of them. They know it. Yeah, but dude, what if the, what if they're you know like that 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 last episode we did with Richard Grove when he talked about the two fish fighting, yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. then the one wins and then they send in a new fish that kills that fish. That's what we're talking about. I think Canada's that's where it's going to come through if we don't. Send love and support, and keep our eye on what's going on in Canada. I think Trudeau's done. I think they're. I think that it's all coming out now. All the stuff he did. I mean, he's getting penetrated by the the, the World Economic Forum. I mean, well, obviously they do it slowly. They don't just instantly take your guns. Like, well, what do you take first? Slowly. Now it's the handguns, just like they're gonna do here. It's the ARs. Then it'll be the fucking the uh, the rifles. Then it's the handguns. Like you said, it's little by little they take away your rights. And have you seen that they're now like everyone's convinced that Michelle Obama's gonna run for in twenty twenty? They're finally they're finally admitting that Biden won't be able to run it again. That's moronic. 
Well, I, I do. There, l- listen. They would run her. I mean, she's got yeah. No, she's got no chance. She's got no chance. And listen, dude, how do they get any traction? Think about this, man. The media is done, dude. It's done. It's dude. CNN Plus giant failure. Nobody's watching CNN. Nobody's watching MSNBC. If you put out anything that is globalist tainted, it is instantly rejected. When people like Jimmy Dore are getting more traction than any of your newscasts with and its resident, when we hear people like Democrats are watching more Fox News, which is retarded in itself, they're watching more Tucker Carlson than anything else. She got views. Tucker Carlson has views up the ass. And he's a retard too. Don't kid yourself. But. I don't see how anybody, unless I, I think the Democratic Party needs a giant gutting. Uh, I mean, you see the you see the Republicans do, it, and this is not a Republican. I'm a libertarian. I don't like Republicans, man. But they, with the death of Dick Ch- uh, Liz Cheney's fucking political career, you are seeing the end of neocom politics over there. Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham's days are numbered. They're numbered. I would like to believe that. You don't think that? I hope you're right. I hope you're right. They're just so obviously on the wrong side of everything. I don't like... I think also this new group that's in there, those... I think they're going to be... They're being led astray just the same. I, You know, they're just being kind of used for different ends. But I, th- I think you're seeing them be distracted. Like in what sense? I, they're just not... I mean, what are they getting done? You know what I mean? What, what are any of them getting done? You know, I, I I don't know. I just feel it's all just to keep keep spinning the wheels of Congress without actually doing it. Yeah, I, but I also think that you are in fact seeing state. I like whatever's happening in Washington D.C. I can't uh, can't put any energy into that because it's a, a fucking pit of vipers. But I am seeing more and more states pushing back, and I know Canada is communism and all that stuff. But when you have the San Francisco getting rid of two, uh, three people on their education board and getting rid of the DA, that says to me there's hope. That says to me there's hope. It just has to happen here now, though. Yeah, it has to be at that level, that local level. It's got to be local level. And, dude, I mean, like, you, dude, you watch all these street interviews of man on the street with black people. They're like, fuck Joe Biden, Right. It's happening over. Like, dude, if you're pro Biden, I like you are you. If you're pro Biden, that says to me that you are so rich, you're not feeling the economic effects of anything going on right now. That you can live in La La Land. Yeah. Right? It's so funny, too. Like, my family back home, they think because I live in LA now, I'm the guy that whenever they talk to me, I got to defend Joe Biden. You know what I mean? (laughs) Even though they know, they all know, you know, my politics. But my dad will be like, What's what's Biden doing with these this gas prices, man? You know, and I'm like, I don't know, man. He sucks, but yeah, he does uh, suck. I mean, like, dude, you shut down all these. You but shut- I don't blame Ga- Biden for the gas prices because the gas prices are high everywhere. You know, they're high in Europe too. The highest they've ever been in Europe. Yeah, because oil he- companies are fucking putting it to exactly. Everybody. That's why it's. Oh, I mean, it's OPEC. It's it's it's. It's like they're just the gouging everybody. Ukraine uh, nonsense. They do this the once in a while. They're like, dude, let's see how how long we can run this before they revolt. And but then even then, when we when they're done pushing it, what's it going to go back to five? 
Uh, we're, we're all going to be glad when it goes back to 450. Yeah, we'll all be like, oh my God, how yeah, great is it? It's yeah, America's great again. Yeah, was, America's was, great again. Bill Maher had that joke this week. He's like, uh, all around the world, uh, people woke up today to $5 gas. In LA, we were like, really? Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because right? that's, I mean, we've, it's been $5 here forever. For It's just, it's all, I mean, like, I mean, look at price of every, I mean, like, has, has do you have any faith? The only place I think you might see numbers go back is airline tickets because I think people are just like, I'm not going to fly. I mean, I'm doing Florida. So. I'm doing Florida because I booked it. We sold some tickets. Not a lot, but we sold a tic- some tickets. We saw the, the, the tickets are coming in. But hey, man, I mean, like the one thing about us is when we do the road, it's like people are like, dude, I drove six hours. I drove four hours. I, drove. I don't think people are doing that right now no. because the gas is so expensive. No, you can't. No. And these motherfuckers, I mean, shout out to them. They don't drive Priuses. Yeah. They don't drive no hybrids. They yeah. pull up and fucking lift the trucks. We're yeah, talking Texas, yeah, Arizona. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just like, I don't know if you could sit there and go, hey, Trump's gonna, Trump is going to get that back. I don't know, man. I mean. Yeah. He's also, I mean, he's not the youngest guy either, is he? But he seems like, he doesn't seem like he's slowing down. Am I right? I uh, know. Somehow he's eating McDonald's every day. Uh, he's, Dude, do you think there's fine. something in McDonald's? Like there has to be. The, what, what do you mean? mean? That's keeping him alive. Like no, like, like a preservative no. or something. Yeah, no. like there has to be like some that shit that makes a McDonald's cheeseburger look the same yeah, today as I it think does Biden's, three years from yeah, now. Yeah, Biden's got to start box, eating yeah. some of that McDonald's at this point. Biden's retarded, ma'am. He's barely there, man. Biden. He's, he's I mean, like, dude, if you think Biden is running anything, you're crazy. Yeah. You're crazy. So then, who runs? Who Obama. runs for him? I'm Obama. You, you think dude. Obama's he can't? He already I ran don't two think terms. It's Obama. I think it's it's the same Special people that interest? ran Obama. Yeah, it's all. It seems like Obama because it's the same people that ran Obama running Biden. No, I meant who do you think is going to run for the next term oh, after this? Uh, you think like it Michelle. can't be him? You think it's for sure Michelle? I think it's going to be Biden again. You really think? They I think Biden he's going to try. I I I don't think he'll get it, but I I mean like. Whoever the Republicans put out should annihilate Biden. Well, they're going to get destroyed in the midterms. The 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 Democrats are going to get destroyed in the midterms with gas prices like this. I mean, it's over, buddy. They're getting crushed. Everything they're going they to yeah. they're gonna get crushed on everything, dude. They're going to get crushed on everything. I honestly believe you're going to see a tsunami of nationalism wash over the United States. I think you're going to see more people go, America, 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 that's more than a, ever. That's not a good thing, is it? Is, is it not? I don't, I don't, I think, where, they, I think where, patriotism is a load of bullshit. Nationalism, all that shit. I mean, it's just bullshit. Oh, you were born here, so what, you're, you're proud of that? Yeah, no. but where, where, show me one other country where people local. aren't proud to be where keep they're from. Keep it local, keep it local. Right, but Johnny, where is the one yeah, country? Yeah, but that, that, that's the kind of shit that they whip up to get us to go to fight wars and, oh, look, they're fucking with America. You no, gotta I'm be with careful you on with that, that shit, but man. I think people that's are open-minded to that as well. That's a dirty fuel. That's a dirty fuel. Is what I I'm get what you're saying. It's poison. But, like... Where is it that people aren't proud to be Canadian? Canadians aren't proud to be Canadians? Well, no, Canadians? I just think it, well, it used to be before the Civil War, people were proud to be from their state. And people said, I'm a, I'm a North Carolinian. I'm a South Carolinian. I'm a Virginian. That was how we identified. And then because of the Civil War, people identified as Americans afterward. And I think it, it's high time we got back to, to identifying more more closely. Well, I get the very nervous about with. balkanizing the United States. That well, makes I, I, we have a, as long as we can come together for national defense, you know, who cares? Yeah, yeah. 
I think we I think it's already happened, Sam. I mean, think about it. look think about how different California is from the middle of the middle of the, oh, the middle of the country. It's already happened. Yeah. It's already been balkanized. Yeah, but Johnny, there's a difference between that. If you break everything up, you I don't mean literally governmental. I mean, but, I don't think it's yeah, ever but I'm happen. talking that literally. I mean, like. Look at what happened to Russia, the USSR, and tell me it's not the same. Well, they same. ran out of money. I mean, they the the country went bankrupt. All right, here we go. Back to this conversation, Johnny. I love you, XG. I love you. Yep. Great show today, guys. Uh, sorry, it was definitely a weird one. It was definitely a weird one. You know? Yeah, I wish we could have had him for longer. And I, 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 and, and it's it's hard. And I, dude, Doctor Wakefield's great. And I hope I'm going to go watch his movie because I do think... Infertility, a diabolical agenda. Yeah, check it out. We'll include the link here. It's hard to do an interview about a movie coming out if you don't want to talk about what's in the movie. I know, yeah. That's, that's kind of hard. Yeah. Because I don't know about you, but if you're like, hey, dude, this guy's got to stop the world from uh, these evil Nazis from taking over the world. And he, he, he fights hard to stop them. I could still see the movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or if it's like I got something really important to tell you, it's so important you got to know yeah. it. But I'm not going to tell, tell you. Unless that's kind of how I felt about uh, that woman one. Uh, what is a woman? I was yeah. like, I paid for it just because I kind of he can bombard it at me. Yeah, but it's one of the things like if it's so fucking important, it should be for free. Yeah, but that's I know how the Daily Wire has to make their well, money. I get they want to make their money. Back. Yeah, but it's that thing where if you released it, you would open up more minds in your. Narrative. I do that thing. with the uh, zero a lot. I'll go and I'll be like, okay, man, this one's a really important one. So once in a while, I'll give away a free one. But guys, I hope to see you in Florida, Jacksonville, Tallahassee. Come get weird. San Francisco just went on uh, tick went on um went on uh Guys, yes, and Los Angeles next week. I got a great lineup, dude. And we already sold a bunch of tickets. So go to uh Assassins only. It's ten dollars, dude. Come on, don't sleep dude, on this. Dude, and I'm telling you, we already and, and we already had a bunch of tickets sold. So, uh, grab your tickets now. It's gonna be a good time. Line up if it's murder. We're gonna have fun. I love you all very much. Uh, grab your tickets at samtriplee.com, and we will see you soon. We go deep, homeboy. Open your mind. From the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack, Tim foil hack.